4.33 on The Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. And uh, we, in fact, are hanging out with one of the cool kids. Uh, so nice of you. I, 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 I hope you were talking about me. I was. <laughs> uh, you and Dan. Christine Erickson, she is a city, count, city councilor in Sioux Falls. And she's here with us. We've been talking about the whole uh, dust up over the secret settlement at the uh, the city entered into over the paneling, the siding at the Premier Center. Uh, by all accounts, a fabulous facility. Um, so I have been, I yet earlier this week, I was very supportive when I heard that you guys, that several of the counselors wanted to know more information mm-hmm. about this and we're bringing people in to talk about it, which is going to happen Tuesday, and we all wait for that. Do you think that this um, whole controversy and process has changed the relationship at all between the council and the mayor this mayor and future mayors um i think that you learn from the process i think that you learn um the questions to ask in the future i think that um the council as a whole i would say 100 percent. i'm safe to say 100 percent of us all eight of us do want the administration to come in and give a briefing and um open up for for questioning and so um that is something that we're certainly united on um and, and I think that, you know, anytime you go through things like this, it's it's important to learn and important to take those um, steps through the process and know what to ask next time, um, maybe how to be involved in it a little bit more um, as we move forward. So I, I think it would impact it. Uh, how, I'm not entirely sure. But for each person, each of us uh, will definitely have um, our reasons as we move forward. Is this administration transparent enough in general? I think that um, I could stand 10 people in front of you and 10 people are standing across from them. And the word transparency is much like the word economic development. Everybody loves to throw it around. And transparency really is um, so important. in government to just put it out there. I mean, what's what's the hang up of putting it out there? Now I know why this was the way it was, but now since it was ordered, put it out there. Let's go. Let's let's just lay it all on the line. And and I think if that mentality was really um, brought forward more, that that it would be it would be different. Um, but we have a unique form of government that not all municipalities have across the, stri- uh, across the state, well, not being the right. mayor strong. Right. And, and so we do things a little bit different than other municipalities as well, and the citizens voted on that many years ago. Sure, and but the citizens, okay, this was an open records this was violation. Different. Correct. Open records violation under uh, state law, and our state law, it, we have a terrible open records um, system. And uh, uh, the mayor tried to drive this through an exception under the open records law. And I don't know, as I read it at the time and when it happened, I thought this was a pretty gross violation and a pretty bad misreading of the law because it was an attempt to hide the use of my money. Mm -hmm. Right. We're not running a business. We're running. We are receiving tax dollars and this is that's why this is different and so even though i mean you the the city lost in the supreme court but beyond the legal question the when you made that when the city made that decision to try and close that negotiation and the settlement that belies an attitude that is a little bit disconcerting 
does it bother you as a public official that our city thought it was a good idea to even have that secret settlement? Yeah, I would say it does bother me because there there were times where, um, you know, we 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 thought, come on, let's let's just open it up. Just I mean, oh, we're going to be under so much. Uh, scrutiny. You're going to be under scrutiny. Just open it up. Let's just do it. And the reason, as I was told, is is because it was able to negotiate and make those changes and um, get something done versus litigating for years and years and years to come. Now, that's what I was told. And, and so that's what I believe is that they operated within that mindset. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's just there's just no place to ju- just put it out there. I mean, what's the difference? Put it out there. Um, yeah, I don't know who actually wanted the secret settlement. I don't, I don't, I have, again, I have no. Here's another thing that. I didn't know, and I, it could have been out there and I just missed it, that we hired outside counsel to negotiate it. Did you know that? I, I, I might have been told that and, and didn't recall. I, I possibly. That, did that I, seem I odd to you? You know, I think that that there was such a relationship between the two that maybe that was the best. I mean, I'm speculating. I hate mm-hmm. to sit here and speculate on that because mm-hmm. I don't know. And that's a great question that will come up on Tuesday. Yeah. Is, is why, why, why was it better to use outside counsel when we uh, have um, lawyers, many competent attorneys within our city? Yeah. Uh, we're here with Christine Erickson. She is a city counselor for the city of Sioux Falls. And uh, we're talking about lots of stuff. Um the uh, let's talk let's shift just a little bit here and talk about the rfp process which is one of the reasons that you uh wanted to come on the show before all this happened uh teresa staley was here not so long ago and in response to a question from me uh said that you were one of the people who sat on the group that uh picked the uh vendor or the uh, contractor for the the downtown development at what is it between six and between second and third on Phillips, the yep, North Phillips uptown yep. mm-hmm. deal. Um, I was, I did not know this and I have had since had discussions that it's not unusual that a city councilor would be involved in that process of going through the bids mm-hmm. and picking the vendor. Yes. The contract. And I don't think it was, uh, I don't think that has been a um, practice that was used throughout the last 10 years i I don't i don't know but how did you end um, up doing that so i know that there has been other counselors that sat on area transit the ambulance um the administration building um i got asked to be on um the parking garage um rfp that i also which is the the project at first and and uh 10th correct and so i and and the first project didn't didn't come to fruition and so then we did an rfq which Mm -hmm. is different i did not pick a project i we did the qualifications for that and then um through that um i was asked to be on this particular project as as well now i have been accused at it's all who you know and i i will tell you that's not not true but who asks you to do i don't know how this works i'm i'm genuinely asking you right in this instance, who asked you to I do was that? asked by uh, Director Darren Ketchum. Um, Who's the development, economic development and parking guy? 
Correct. Correct. Okay. And so he asked me to sit on this and said, would you have any interest on sitting on this RFP? And and so um, like most of us, we all have additional jobs and families outside of council. Right. You weigh the time to see if it's something you can do. Um, and sometimes other counselors are asked then if you can't do it. And so I um, agreed to do it. And I sat on this RFP. We had several, uh, an RFP goes out. We are, we are bound by very strict rules with um, the state and the process in which mm-hmm. we can do these. Mm-hmm. Um, Scott Rust is phenomenal, knows the ins and outs of what we can do. He's he, a city he, uh, a city employee right, in purchasing yep, and yep, runs yep. the RFP that I sat on. And so they give us scoring sheets. They collect everything. You're given this confidential information. Mm-hmm. And why it's confidential is me as a business person, if I'm, if I'm putting it out there, I might take that project and use it somewhere else that I maybe don't want you, Patrick, to steal. And so I don't want all of the information to be um, out there when. Um, but we don't even know. Secrets. We don't even know who. They, they did give the list of those that did apply. That is um, public information as far as who applied. And oftentimes, I will tell you as well, um, through some of these that I've sat on, those developers sometimes choose to put it out there as well. They choose to say, hey, here's what we're well, looking at doing. When and, they don't get it. And, and, <laughs> well, some have done it beforehand as is well. There, is, first of all, do you think a city councilor actually should be sitting on that? Because you, you have to make a decision on awarding the contract, but you're going to vote based on information that you have that other people don't have. True. And I would say, yes, it is an appropriate use of a counselor to be on there. I think it's it gives um, a different insight to know that we're not dealing with smoke-filled rooms and backdoor deals. And It sounds I, like smoke-filled rooms. I don't sit down case. and someone point and say, you like this one, right? Right? You're going to pick this one. I understand that. No one does that. There's I other s- members of the board. There's how many people in there? Three, four, something like that? In an RFP process? Yeah, how many how um, many people are on that committee? In this, each one varies. I believe in the one that we had, there was five or six. Okay. And then Scott is in the room as well, um, making sure all the rules are followed. Mm-hmm. And we have an actual scoring sheet with numbers. And I don't see, I don't look at your paper to see what you're doing. We um, bring them in for interviews. And it's not just one. We bring in many of them for interviews. You know, and this, this, this statement that nobody else asked for TIFF. Nobody else asked for TIFF on this that was, project. The, uh, that's, that's just not true. That's did not everybody, true. Everybody involved in this I will, ask for the TIFF? I every, will, con- every proposal have a TIFF in it? I will tell you that every single proposal had multiple options on the table. So maybe somebody wanted free this or free that. There or were they incentives. Wanted, there there were, incentives. were many incentives okay. throughout the process. And that's the way it works. Now, the reason why this TIF made sense and why um, I was a, a definite supporter of it, because I've been critical of TIF in the past yeah. and, and had yeah, a hard yeah. time with it. And so the Main Street area in which they expanded, mm-hmm. um, and so we're not just getting this the smaller, just no, main right. uh, North Phillips, we're getting it around the backside. And yeah. it is it's also enhancing Main Avenue. What a great thing. And those are old, d- kind of dilapidated buildings. Right, and, yeah. and the land is really bad. It's, it's very, very dirty well, it's and environmental. Yeah. And so that's, that's where we are. And what people are forgetting is that we're getting uh, an additional $1.3 million in public improvements. That's a good deal that we can use somewhere else. The, the TIF conversation is a fine conversation, the value of it. I, 
me personally, I think this is a fine use of TIF. I don't right. have any problem with it. You have to be careful. I mean, where you use it and how you use it and make sure you're getting everything back. But this right. is, I think, what it's supposed to be used for. Right. So I don't have right. a problem with that. We are going to come right back and talk more with City Councilor Christine Erickson right after this short break. This is the Patrick Lally Show on Information 1000 KSOO. He's 